بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد One of the verses that will be recited inshallah in tonight's taraweeh is of utmost importance uh, for the protection of the fabric of society as well as our spiritual uh, protection from the attacks of shaitan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the verse يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنَّمَا الْخَمْرُ وَالْمَيْسِرُ وَالْأَنْصَابُ وَالْأَزْلَامُ رِجِسٌ مِنْ عَمَلِ الشَّيْطَانِ فَجِتَنِبُوهُ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ O people of Iman, know well that intoxicants, gambling, idol worship, and that which goes with it, these are all from the handiworks of shaitan, and it is rijs, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says filth, which is physical and spiritual contamination. So therefore abstain and stay away from it so that you may acquire success. The ulama have stated that intoxicants, it clouds a person's mind and it has negative effects on a person's personality. He is unable to protect his, his own self-respect. He is unable to ensure that he maintains the dignity required from a normal human being, let alone a Muslim. And Therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this with idol worship, whereas idols is actually something which takes a person out of the fold of Islam. And consuming something which intoxicates doesn't take a person out of the fold of Islam. It, yes, it's a major sin. It, it will only affect a person's iman if a person justifies the taking of alcohol or the taking of some type of, type of intoxicant saying that it is not haram. So something which is explicitly prohibited in Sharia, if we reject the injunctions of the Quran directly, then that would have a negative effect on a person's iman. But to show how serious it is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions it just before mentioning the worshipping of idols, that the evils thereof and how a person should abstain from it. And thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this is one of the tools shaitan uses to prevent a person from remembering Allah and from performing salah. Because in that state, it's difficult for a person to remain focused. He is unable to be aware of his surroundings. This is one point that we understand. Rasulullah sallallahu has also mentioned the evils of taking anything which intoxicates, ma yukhamirul aql, which affects the mind. This is impermissible in sharia. And... In a hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a warning that a person who continuously, habitually takes to that which is intoxicating, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared a drink for him in the fire of Jahannam, which comprises of all the blood and pus which emanates from the bodies of the people in Jahannam. May Allah protect us and the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We know due to weaknesses in our ummah also this weakness has crept in. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for those who have been afflicted with this test and this difficulty of being in the situation of taking these type of substances. May Allah make it easy for them and for the entire ummah. The second lesson for us, respected brothers, is for us to ensure that we make dua for these people who are being tested in this way. And we do not look down upon them. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control of the hearts at any time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can accept a person and give hidayah. And I will conclude on a small incident, Abu, Abu Mihjan al-Thaqafi. He was a person who lived with the Sahaba radiallahu anhum in the time of Sayyidina Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas radiallahu an. In the battle of Qadisiyah against the Persians, he was frequently caught taking sips of alcohol. And every time he was caught, he was lashed according to the 
the, the punishment set out in Sharia for taking alcohol. And on this particular occasion, Sayyidina Sa'ad radiallahu anh had him locked up in a type of jail behind his house while the battle was about to commence. So the battle started with the Persians, between the Persians and the Muslims. And Abu Mihjan, he was sitting now locked up in this cell. He was peeping through the window and he was watching what was happening on the battlefield and he saw that at one stage the Muslims were suffering some defeat and he called the wife of Sayyidina Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqqas and he said, please, I swear by Allah, if you allow me just to go and assist the, the Muslims in this difficulty, please allow me to go and help them. It is not I, as bad as I am, I cannot bear the thought of being in prison and in shackles while the Muslims are in difficulty. So she said, okay. If you give the, the pledge and oath in the name of Allah, I will allow you to go. So he goes and he takes the, the horse of Sayyidina Sa'ad because Sayyidina Sa'ad was the Amir. He himself was ill. He was sitting on an elevated area watching over the, the battle and he was giving the instructions from there. So Sayyidina Sa'ad notices this person. Wherever he goes with this horse, whoever's in front of him, he finishes them. Wherever he goes, he is changing defeat into victory. Until he comes home at night and he tells his wife, she asked him what happened today on the battlefield. She says, he says to her that I saw, I saw something very amazing. If Abu Mihjan was not locked up in, in jail, I would have taken an oath that that was Abu Mihjan on the battlefield, the way he was fighting, with the, the, the valor and the bravery he was displaying. So she said that was Abu Mihjan. And this is what happened. This is what he said to me. So Abu Sa, uh, uh, Sayyidina Sa'ad radiallahu anh went to him and he said, I swear by Allah, I will not be harsh on you in future again. And he said, I swear by Allah, I will not take to alcohol again in my life. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can accept whoever he wants to respect the brothers. We are not here to judge. We need to encourage one another. If somebody is in difficulty, first make dua. Our problem is we first condemn a person and then when the person dies and we say, oh no, he has some good qualities also. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us strength to unite as an ummah and to find the good qualities in one another. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Kindly state in the sufuf.